Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time it may be that you're joining us, welcome to All That and a Bag of Chips, where we review various things from our childhood and decide whether or not they truly were All That and a Bag of Chips. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Ethan. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, 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 hello. On today's episode of All That and a Bag of Chips, we're going to talk about the nightmare before Christmas. Let's get to it. Two dudes from the 90s going back in time to review some favorite things with yours and mine. We got candy, movies, and TV shows. The more we reminisce, the more the list grows. Kick back, relax, put your headphones in. As soon as you're ready, to play, and let's begin. I'm glad you joined this nostalgia trip right here on All That and a Bag of Chips. All right, that is right. We are back. We are going to talk about The Nightmare Before Christmas, the 1993 Tim Burton film. Um, but before we do that, Sam, tell us, how did you grow up this week? Um, I was trying to think of this before we started recording, <laughs> and I don't think I really did anything this week. I just uh, had work, um, spent some time with the family, just about finished building Sawyer's playset. I saw and that today. It looks amazing. It's basically a tiny home. It really is. You should. Uh, whenever you get that finished, you should post a picture on our. Um, I'll share it on our on our Facebook page. Deal. I'll do that. The listeners can see your tiny home you've made for your tiny yep. child. <laughs> um, I, I put a lot of time into fantasy football the last week or so. A lot of making a lot of trades. So that's been that's been fun. Nice. Are you still, uh, you're tanking in a couple of your leagues, tanking for Trevor? Um, one, one league I'm tanking. The other league I'm trying to, I'm going all out to win my championship. And so far, both of those strategies are going perfectly. Nice. Yep. Sounds like a big week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week, uh, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't, I didn't have as much interesting stuff, but. I did come across this thing last weekend right before we recorded, I think, um, but I'll mention it on this one. Um, PlayStation has a sale called the Big in Japan sale. Have you ever seen this, Sam? Um, only because you mentioned to, it to me a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Maybe I did. Um, I don't think I talked about it on here, but the Big in Japan sale is a sale that the PlayStation Network does probably two or three times a year. I'm not sure, I'm not sure exactly how many times, but I've seen it before, but what they do is they put all of the Japanese games on sale. So all of the Final Fantasy games, um, Nino Kunai uh, series, um, Persona series, all is on sale, which unfortunately for my bank account is all my favorite games. So this sale, <laughs> I was, I haven't, I've been playing Madden recently, um, mostly Ultimate Team, but I'm kind of getting bored of it a little bit. So I was bored and I needed to buy some games. So I bought two new video games and uh, Taylor and I bought one on his PlayStation that we've been playing when I'm in Wichita. So technically, we purchased three video games last weekend. Nice. And I restarted. I'm playing Final Fantasy 15 right now for the second time. I've actually okay. only played it once. But this is the Royal Edition, so it comes with all the extra DLC, Sam. So it's it's, dif it's different enough that I could cough up the 25 bucks for it. Yep, I hear you. Or actually, it was 15 bucks. It was like 70% off. Oh, gee, that's awesome. Yeah, I was pretty pumped about that. And then I bought um, Persona 5 for like 50% off. It was like 30 bucks. Hmm. Cool. So 
I'm excited about trying out these new video games, although I'm going to need to wait until like our Christmas break <laughs> and then I'll have a few months where I'm not so busy. I know. That's really what it feels like. Are you guys, um, for your school, are you coming back after Thanksgiving break? Um, yes. Mm. See, we are not. We are going to be out of, like, classes are going to be done from Thanksgiving break until February 1st. What? So I have, like, two and a half months without students in the, on, on campus or in the building. Holy crap. So I'm, a ha- I, I'm assuming I'll still be working. I don't know if they're going to like furlough us for a month. <laughs> Either way, I will have a lot of free time those few months. So I'm going to be doing a lot of gaming. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. It'll be interesting. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but all right, let's move on. Um, so first, I'm just going to give a shout out to our patron members. Um, we have that extra show ready. Um, it, it should be posted by the time this episode comes out. I forgot to post that before I went back to Wichita for the weekend. So I will post that. And so you guys should listen to it. Um, it's pretty sweet. What did we even talk about? Oh, we talked about the, uh, there's a few shows, some cartoons that we picked from. Yep. We just kind of talked about a few cartoons from the 90s and picked yep. our two favorites. So um, we'll have another October one here um, in a couple weeks that we'll put out. Um, that'll be really cool. But thank you to our patrons. Appreciate your support. Um, if you guys are interested in becoming a patron, click on the link um, in our uh, description below that will have that link and if you guys are interested in any all that and a bag of chips merchandise uh, we'll have that link in the description as well you can check that out um all right sam so last month we had spider month for september i was thinking of some names for what to call this month so since we were in october we're gonna do all like spooky movies this month mm-hmm. um so we're doing nightmare before christmas today um we're gonna do uh, a review of scary movies, or uh, I wrote scary movies to tell in the dark. <laughs> um, scary stories to tell in the dark. So I think we're going to watch the movie that just came out last year, and then we're going to talk about the book a little bit as well. Because uh, those are some of my favorite books of all time. When I was in like, grade school, they were so awesome. Yes. That was like one of the few books I actually checked out and read. I was not a reader in elementary school. Oh, I was a hardcore reader. I read all the time, but those books were always checked. They were like, there's like a wait list to get them because they really had like one copy. And then I think at one point they took them out because they were like too scary for kids. There was some dark stuff in there. I can't wait. That'll be really fun to review. Yeah, they traumatized me. So (laughs) it's probably right for them to take some of those out. Uh Um, And then we're going to actually cover um, Halloween Havoc 1998, the WCW pay-per-view that featured Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior in what uh, some people have described as the worst wrestling match of all time. (laughs) Uh, So this is going to be an exciting month. Hopefully, I think October will be a little slower than Spider Month was. Yeah. Um, It'll be a little shorter episodes. We're not going to be putting out any two-hour monsters like we did last week. So Uh, a little easier for us to handle and a a little easier for you guys to digest with the shorter runtime. So looking forward to that, though. But if you guys have any suggestions or anything, uh, go to our social media or shoot us an email or whatever. Um, we're, we're, uh, we're interested in some, some spooky movies for the next few weeks. So, um, but, but all right, let's get into it, man. So we are covering The Nightmare Before Christmas. So Sam, tell us a little bit about your history with, with this movie and kind of why we wanted to cover it. Well, um, honestly, I have to make a confession before we start. I okay. have never watched this the whole way through. Are you serious? Never once. Nope, this is the first time I ever watched it through. Wow. How is that possible? I don't know, because th- when I think of Halloween, the first thing that comes to mind is 
Pam, 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 And I just start singing all day. This like, is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how I haven't seen this movie. That is pretty wild. But I, like watching it, I was thinking, oh, I don't remember this. And then I was like, I have not seen this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That is wild. It's okay. You'll have an interesting perspective. Yeah. Um, I have seen this movie a few times. Um, it's one of, it's just like one of my favorite, like how there's not a lot of like Halloween. Mm, I guess that's not true. There's a good amount of Halloween movies, but I'll say it's like yeah. a hybrid, like Halloween slash Christmas movie, I guess is kind of where well, I was going with that. That, that isn't something like I was, I was going to ask you, do you consider this a Halloween or a Christmas movie? Um, when was it released? Cause that makes a big difference. Uh, remember what month but i will look real quick october so it is a halloween movie because it was okay. released october 13th yeah you don't release christmas movies in october well true <laughs> and plus there's already way too many christmas movies and there's less good halloween movies so i will consider it a halloween movie yeah i think i've always kind of considered it a halloween movie but also, it's I had you can watch it, it so. on both holidays. Yeah, seriously, yeah, I dig it. Um, yeah, so I, I've seen this movie a few times. Um, it also has just a weird—I don't want to say weird. I'm not trying to be judgmental, but it has a very um, interesting hold on kind of the '90s like fashion style. Like, if you go to any Hot Topic or Spencer's. Like mm. their clothing is pretty much based off of this movie still all the way up to 2020. So <laughs> this movie somehow kind of just stepped into that kind of Gothic Tim Burton role, the kind of the emo style. And, and uh, they still, anytime I go into hot topic, they have um, nightmare before Christmas clothes and yeah. stuff in there. So. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm into. I, I love hot topic. I go in there every time I go to the mall. So um, I don't normally wear that type of stuff. from hot topic. Super <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Um, but I've bought my fair share of stuff from Hot Topic before, so I'm not against it. Um, but actually, my most familiar um, memory of this movie, and mostly the song, is because of Kingdom Hearts, which we yep, played earlier really this year. And this is one of the worlds that's featured in that game, and it has a really good um, like rendition of the main theme. So there's no vocals, but it plays that version of it like the entire time you're in that world. So that gets yep. stuck in my head for hours at a time. Yes. Um, but all right. Um, so we're the, let's see. Oh, so we're gonna take a little trip back to 1993. And we're gonna see where the world was when Nightmare Before Christmas came into our lives. Where was the world? All right, and we are back here in 1993, which uh, we were actually back here for um, Jurassic Park a few weeks ago. So we are back in 1993. So I'm gonna try to hit you with a few different facts this time. Um, so Sam, I actually just played you this song during our little break here, um, but the number one song at the time that this movie was released, so in October of 1993, was Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. 
Did you recognize the song at all? Or do you know what the song I'm talking about is? No, I felt like I recognized it a little bit, but I don't like specifically remember listening to it. I have never heard this song, but... You've have, never heard any song. I have never heard any song from the 90s, apparently. <laughs> um, but I have a comment about this music video, Sam. Of course. Mariah Carey in 1993. Oh, my God. I mean, Mariah um, Carey today, whoo, already, but 1993, oh, my God. She is For the first time this on video. this podcast, I am going to agree with you. <laughs> hey, look at that. <laughs> Ethan and Sam's Thurston Hour together. <laughs> um my one of my first years at my elementary school i was playing all i want for christmas is you on my computer during class yeah this first grader he walks over to my computer he like walks over to tell me something and he's looking at my computer and he looks at mariah carey who is wearing a big red snowsuit so it's not like she's wearing anything like revealing or any, anything yeah oh who is that <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, the most popular song for um, November through December is I Would Do Anything for Love, but I Won't Do That from Meatloaf. That song is great. That song is amazing. I that's, yeah. unironically love that song. When I was a kid, I thought like I thought it was a joke that his name was Meatloaf. I thought it was his first and last name, but it was Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad was a huge meatloaf fan so he uh, i think a lot of people were he introduced me to meatloaf at a very young age okay i used to i can jam to some meatloaf songs that's that's next time we do oh, karaoke yeah. I'm, yep. gonna go, I'm gonna shred some <laughs> deal i think that's also on the list with um i'll always love you yeah we might just have to do just a 1993 <laughs> um karaoke night okay count me in for that though um here right. we go um snoop dogg's doggy style uh sold yeah. over eight hundred thousand copies in its first week holy um, shit yeah which made it the um record for debuting artist for fastest selling hip-hop album that's awesome do you know what album eventually passed it give you a hint they were both produced by dr J. The Eminem show? Uh, well, his first one, Marshall Mathers LP, ended up. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. It's interesting. I don't know. Snoop Dogg. I think, is, in my memory, I don't even remember him putting out many songs. He's always been like more of a, a pop culture fixture than he really has been like a performing artist. Yeah. Um, for like for our generations, like maybe like our generation specifically like right we think of snoop dogg and we just think of drop it like it's hot yeah that's like so <laughs> like not like he was past his prime Drop it like it's hot to jam though i know it is yeah but yeah no i think of him as like just a, a older pothead dude that put out like one song but yeah he, he had some talent <laughs> Um, okay, here's something interesting. The price of a, oh, here we go. Guess how much a Sony Walkman cost in 1993? Hmm. 20 bucks. Ooh, pretty close. It was actually $30 for a Walkman. Hmm. I remember having a Walkman at one point in my life. 
Oh, hell yeah. And it was a big deal to get one that didn't skip. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I think I had like one of the first ones that had like a skip, like a skip proof. It had like written on like the container. Yep. Skip proof. (laughs) I remember having one. It still skipped, but. Yes, it did still (laughs) skip. Like, um, I would slap it to see if it was actually skip proof. <laughs> like beat the shit out of it, see if it'll skip. Yep. I'll I'll make you skip. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, ooh, okay. Can you guess who the NCAA football champions of nineteen ninety three were? Oh man. I don't even know who I would guess. Um, I'll give you a hint. They are straight hot garbage now. Burning hot Nebraska. garbage. <laughs> Close. I love the Le- Nebraska slander. Um, but, <laughs> uh, no, Florida State. Oh, okay. Legit. I wouldn't have guessed that. Uh, they're legit one of the worst. They're like 0-4 right now, and they are terrible. I think they, lo- they, they just lost to some, like, Juco college this past week. God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I know. That's, that sucks, but... It was Jameis. Jameis Winston was the only thing holding that team together. Oh, Christ. Famous <laughs> Jameis. Um, all right, let's see if I can get one more interesting fact here. Um, okay, in 1993, Oprah's interview with Michael Jackson is the most watched interview in television history. Was he in the midst of controversy? controversy then? I don't think so. I think he's performing at the halftime show that year. Okay. I don't know why that was so popular. <laughs> it was Michael Jackson. He made Thriller. Thriller. Was Thriller in the 80s? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Um, Did you find some controversy? Well, I just saw the picture, and it's like, I think it's like the first interview that he came out, and he had like the really, really, his new look, like he had the really, really white skin and the messed up nose. Uh, so I think that's why it was so popular. Mm. Oh, Michael. But th- it looks very familiar. I've actually seen this interview before, but. Weird. Hmm. Weird. All right. But anyway, <laughs> we will move on. Um, so from where in the world, we will get into some cool facts. So Sam, hit that drop. You know what cool is? That, that's cool. And here we go, Ethan. We're going to get started with our cool facts. So, uh, this all started with Tim Burton. He just like was out shopping and he saw them changing the halloween merchandise in the window to the christmas stuff and it inspired him to write a poem and it's like a three-page poem i don't know (laughs) i don't call that a poem long ass poem (laughs) um yeah that's a long ass poem but that's that was the inspiration for the movie i can see that was this poem I would I would like to read that poem at some point just to see no. what that even looked like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I imagine it was pretty bizarre if it's just Tim Burton walking around and then <laughs> writing a random poem. But um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So it's a stop motion film, obviously. It took a group of people. It was about 100 people that spent three years making the movie. 
And um, for, for IMDb said for every second, so one second of film took up to 12 different stop motion moves. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was like 12 frames per second. So yeah, 12 little movements per second. Yeah, holy crap. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I saw that and that's freaking insane, dude. Stop motion, it, it just always blows my mind how much work has to go into that. I know, like uh, <laughs> um, on Parks and Rec. Yes, I was gonna mention that. <laughs> <laughs> what is that called, Requiem for a Tuesday? Uh, something like that when doesn't he lose his job and then he gets into stop motion and spends like i don't even know they like isn't it like he spends it was like several weeks of time. yes and then it's like a two second stop motion <laughs> yeah the guy just like sits up out of bed and goes to turn and then it stops yep and he was like, <laughs> he's like this is my life of work he's like i can he, there's some great movie he's like i compared this to like moby dick or something like that oh that episode is so great especially when he has like the weird looking little doll and he's like looking into the camera and he's like you see this would a depressed person make this he's like pushing it into the camera (laughs) oh my god that's one of my favorite episodes of that show yeah i love that show it's so good um i saw a couple facts about like the stop motion for this movie and for like um for sally they had like 12 different like heads for her to show like 12 different emotions hmm and so, like, in between, like, seconds of shots, they would, like, replace her head. And then they had a bunch for Jack. They had even more for him. But I, think so. I remember Sally had, like, 12. Cool. And there was, like... Stop motion has always been just so fascinating to me. You think we can make a stop motion film, Sam? Let's do it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'll be our, our like, big Patreon project. We'll be oh, at the Jesus. end of the year. We're going to produce a stop motion I would need a lot more Patreon money to spend three years of my life making a stop motion film. <laughs> no kidding. But you know, like we'll and I think we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit, a little bit later. But this movie's really, really short. It's only like yeah, 70, it's only like seventy minutes long. I know that it's like like the same thing. They spent three years doing this, and it's barely an hour <laughs> right. over an hour long. Yeah, that's insane. Um, but the budget for this movie really wasn't all that high, which was pretty surprising for how long it took and how much work goes into that. Um, the budget was only $18 million, which is a lot yeah. less than, like, Lion King and all the movies that were coming around around that time. Yeah, true. All their money went into paying the people, not the actual computer animation. animation. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so fun fact, Disney, this is a Disney movie technically, which is why it's yeah. on Disney plus, Yep. but, uh, they thought it was too dark and too adult and a little too scary for kids at first. So they released it under touchstone pictures. Yeah. I saw that. That doesn't shock me at all. No, I do. And I was watching this. I was like, dude, this is creepy as hell. Like there's, I know I'm going to talk about that a little bit in our coverage. All right. <laughs> Um, but to, uh, another quick fact, um, to kind of show their connection to Disney in this movie, there's actually a hidden Mickey in this movie. Really? Yeah. You know about the hidden Mickeys that they put in like movies and stuff? Yep. Um, yeah, it is a toy that one of the people, one of the kids opens up on Christmas. It's like this weird looking little Mickey head, but it also has like a creepy, like toothy grin. So it's like a, it's like a Tim Burton version of Mickey Mouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, I had a picture of it somewhere. It's kind of hard to see. But, I mean, I don't even know if you would know what that is, but that thing right there. Yeah. That is the Tim Burton version of a hidden Mickey. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, which was, I was confused because I remember this movie and I've always considered it a Disney movie. And then because it's in Kingdom Hearts, I just assumed it was always like considered a Disney movie. But it really wasn't until like 2003 uh -huh. or 2006, somewhere in that time frame was when they kind of relabeled it and just sent it out. Uh, when they re-released it on DVD, I think, they had it under the Disney label. It just doesn't make sense in my head for it to be a Disney movie. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem Disney at all. I don't know. It was on Kingdom I think Hearts, it's the so I never motion. questioned it. I, wasn't it? It was the first stop motion that Disney did. Oh, I'm sure. sure I'm pretty well. sure. I think I that was somewhere in the facts I looked at. All right. You got any other cool facts about this movie? No, actually. All right. I have one more. All right. Fairly, not even that cool. Um, <laughs> but they said the most difficult thing to shoot in this movie was the scene, the, the scene where they're zooming in on the door handle um, that Jack is reaching to open to go into yep. Christmas World. They said getting the lighting and the reflection off of the door handle was ridiculously hard to do. And that was the most difficult well, shot that they had. I bet. Yeah, I can imagine. How do you get a reflection off clay? good question <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, when i saw that that was my um my immediate reaction was well duh i don't know where they're getting this shiny clay from whatever anyway yeah uh this article that i was reading does not say how to even shoot that so hmm. oh also my last sorry my last fun fact is they talked about making a sequel to this movie um, but oh. Tim Burton is very protective of this uh, property and he doesn't he and actually when I was watching this and I saw all the doors I was like oh I wonder if there's some sequel where he goes to Thanksgiving world yep there's like yep. all the other like holiday worlds in that little circle of doors uh-huh and when I looked it up Tim Burton said he was like I've never let them do a sequel like he's like something like when you go to Jack goes to Thanksgiving world it was like his example and I was like oh shit yeah. that's what I said <laughs> That'd be cool. But he did not let them do a sequel. But there's a video game called Nightmare Before Christmas, like Oogie's Revenge or something, that serves as kind of like that. a sequel. Yeah. It's like a quasi-sequel. Hmm. Um, but they are going to make a live-action version of this eventually. Oh, that'll be cool. I don't know. I didn't actually read that that was a thing, but there's no chance that they don't do it. <laughs> it will yeah, absolutely right. happen. <laughs> it, yeah, that's in the pipeline. Everything is in the pipeline for right now for disney right now yeah oh and this all uh a reference to this movie is also popularly made in uh, that one song where they say we can live like jack and sally if we want oh yeah always find me miss we'll you, have halloween on christmas yeah i love that album by the way That's i think every, that song is amazing I, if if you listen to this podcast and you're the same age as us, then I don't know why you wouldn't love that album. That's from their Blink-182 album, right? The one that's just called Blink-182? Uh, yes. I believe it is. Yeah. Oh, I have that like whole album memorized. It's wonderful. <laughs> All right. You got anything else before we get into our coverage? Nope. All right. Let's boogie boogie. All right, so we are going to talk about Nightmare Before Christmas. So Sam, first uh, give us a little synopsis of this movie before we get into it. 
Okay, so um, according to Google, the film follows the misadventures of Jack Skellington, Halloween Town's beloved Pumpkin King, who has become bored with the same annual routine of frightening people in the real world. When Jack accidentally stumbles upon Christmas Town, all bright colors and warm spirits, he gets a new lease on life. He plots to bring Christmas under his control by kidnapping Santa Claus and taking over the role. But Jack soon discovers even the best laid plans of mice and skeleton men can go seriously awry. All right, let's get into it, Sam. We are talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas, the 1993 Tim Burton film. We have gone through cool facts. We have gone back to 1993 to talk about where the world was. Let's talk about this movie. So this being your first time actually sitting down and watching this thing from start to finish, what were just kind of some of your first thoughts and what were your, kind of, uh, what were your impressions of this movie? Um, my impressions were this movie is bizarre as hell and <laughs> this movie is really creepy. Like it's pretty terrifying. It wasn't there. There were some things that I didn't think were just like children creepy, like the the song about kidnapping Santa. Yeah, <laughs> is, I was like, oh my god, like yeah. I just thought it was very very creepy and dark, and I can see why Disney was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> I actually read that fact after I had watched the movie. And when I was okay. watching it, I was like, how the hell did Disney release this movie to kids? So it made a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. After I saw that, they were hesitant, at the very least, and put it out under Touchstone Pictures or whatever. But Uh-huh. And um, I think it was the first stop-motion movie to get a PG rating. Really? Uh-huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like the bar for PG now is not very... Hi. Everything's PG. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot how just how many songs were in this movie. It's like a musical. I don't remember it being a musical. That part was not that part of that movie was not in my brain, but like eighty yeah, percent of this it. movie is like sung. Uh-huh. Which I appreciate. I like musicals a lot. Uh-huh. I'm a I'm a very big musical fan and I will always go. One of the things I miss the most about COVID, like movies, of course, but like literally mm -hmm. just like plays, movies, musicals, like they're all just shut down right now, which really sucks. But um, I'm a big fan of musicals. I will say this was not one of Disney's like best musicals. Yeah. A lot of the songs are very average. I Well, if you take away This Is Halloween, I feel like most people wouldn't remember the music. Exactly. I don't even remember these songs being a part of the movie. And after I heard them, they're not like catchy tunes is the thing. It's like a, yeah. it's almost like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, they're not really songs. They're just like, instead of talking, they're just like singing what they're doing. They're just singing the poems that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. You know, he barely had anything to do with the actual movie. I did see that. He was only on set for like 10 days out of the three years that they were, <laughs> they yeah. were doing this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he was like more of a producer instead of a director, I think. Yeah, which, something like that. He like I guess he he has been honest and he's been like, yeah, this is a so and so's movie, but it says Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I think just Tim Burton just has the more recognizable name. So yeah, just throw it on there. But you know what? Good because yep. if this was Tim Burton, he probably would have had the, that one doofus who's in all Tim Burton's movies. 
Johnny Depp? Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp probably would have been in this movie for some reason. I know. <laughs> Before I started the movie, I checked to make sure and see he didn't play Jack Skellington. <laughs> if they do a live-action remake, I will bet you $1,000 that Johnny Depp plays Jack Skellington. I will bet my house that Johnny <laughs> Depp plays Jack Skellington. And then Sally will be played like the person that plays I can never remember her name. Isn't it his wife? Oh, I don't know. Um, we're going to have to edit out the silence because I need to know her name now. Yeah. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. Yep. Her and Johnny Depp are in every Tim Burton film. Yeah. Oh, uh, she might not be married anymore, but she was with Tim Burton from 2001 to 2014. So yes, huh? they were partners. But yes, Helena Bonham Carter will play Shelly. Or what did I say? Did you say Jelly? I said Shelly. Oh. <laughs> I, I think I combined Skellington and Sally. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what were, we, what were we saying before that? I got sidetracked. Um... We were just talking about the songs. The general songs. Oh, yeah. yeah. The songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just The songs just aren't that catchy or that memorable. Um, I mean, they're not bad. They're definitely not terrible, but yeah. it's definitely not like a Disney musical. No. Nope. Like you would assume. Nope. But This Is Halloween is one of the best. It is awesome. And it is like one of the... I tried to put a Halloween playlist together one time a few years ago for work. It's really hard, isn't it? There's only like three Halloween songs. I know. There's this one. Uh, there's the Monster Mash. <laughs> and that's <laughs> almost it. Like, there might be one more. Superstition. Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah. Superstition. Yeah, that one's a good one, actually. I was, yeah, I was jammed to that on the way to school Friday. <laughs> I was in the Halloween mood. That's awesome. I think, like, I listened to a, a playlist on, like, Spotify or something for Halloween. And one of the songs on there uh-huh. was, like, the song from, like, Jason... Or one of those Freddy movies or something. And it's like not even a Halloween song. It's just like sound effects. It's like, rant, oh, rant, yeah. rant, rant. I'm like, this is not a Halloween song. <laughs> um, all right. So, what did you think about kind of the design of the movie? What do you think about the stop motion and all that stuff? I think stop motion is really cool. <clears throat> so, I, I really liked it. It's I, I don't know if you can compare stop motion movies through generations so i feel like they honestly don't change that much that's true wasn't Coraline also stop motion yeah then he's done like a couple that are in the the princess bride the zombie bride what is that called um the corpse bride corpse bride yeah or like frankenweenie (laughs) i love that movie (laughs) but like they they are like all the same I just feel like there's only so much you can do with stop motion. So, I mean, I guess it holds up. It does hold up really well. This movie looks really um, good. Yeah, it does. It looks good. I I thought it was really cool. I I think the design and kind of the gothic look of it um, and stop motion are really the highlights of this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It really made it for me because, like, the songs were fine. They weren't that catchy or that memorable. And even, like, the, the story is just it's fine like it's not bad but mm-hmm. it's not like there's any like real memorable moments like there's no 
I don't know how to just, like there like if you uh, compare it to Lion King, which came out like the next year, like there are a few moments in Lion King that like you remember for the rest of your life, like just how cool those moments were, or characters mm-hmm. who like make big changes. And this movie just really doesn't do that. It just is kind of like just going along. It's like just a real fun, and it's so short. It's only seventy minutes long. Yeah. So it's it really is just like a like a fun little trip through Halloween and Christmas. Like there's not that much there's not even that much like pressure on the story, you know, like there's not a lot of no. tense, like not a lot of tenseness to it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh, what do you think about Jack Skellington? I, I love the design. I like, I love his suit and so awesome. I love, um, I think he, he does a very, for like for his character, I think they do a good job making him, um, sympathetic but also like very villainous he is a little bit of a tweener in this movie i almost don't feel like he's even a good guy in this movie he's kind of a dick to everybody for like 60 minutes of this movie (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like the last 10 but he's not like a he's not doing it on purpose he's just naive Mm -hmm. and like i keep wanting to say shelly freaking sally (laughs) Is like tr- like constantly trying to tell him that he's that this is a bad idea, or like at least mm-hmm. just have any conversation. And he's just like, what? He's like so dismissive of her. He's like, whatever, Sally, get out of here. I'm gonna do it anyway. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. Did I like miss something that they have some sort of connection? Because she's like in love with him from the start. Yeah. No. She's in love with him from the start, and for 65 minutes, he doesn't give two shits about her. And then in the last scene, he's like. We live together forever. And then the movie yeah. ends. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what? That's what I thought. I didn't know if I like didn't pay attention. But yeah, okay. Yeah. No. There is that. absolutely no romantic connection between Jack Skellington and Sally for the entirety of this movie. Like he completely dismisses her. Like he barely even notices that she's there. He's like doing his own thing. Uh-huh. But she's in love with him the whole time. Or at least she's like interested in him, but she hardly ever even gets out of her little building, so I don't really know how much she's even in love with him as as much as she just like is interested because there's nothing else to do because she's trapped in a dungeon all the time. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but that professor Finkelstein, whatever his name is, uh-huh. is so creepy. He still freaks me out to this day. Yeah. Very I creepy. I don't like it. I, I want to, I look away every time he's on the screen <laughs> and like when he opens up his head and scratches his brain and he has a brain itch and then shuts the oh, lid. There's so many things <laughs> like that that freak me out. Or when Sally just, Unlate like unstitches her arm and runs oh, away. That made me want to throw up. I know. There's a bunch of stuff. Or like the the bugs that crawl out of Oogie Boogie. Okay, I like that actually. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um but a lot of the toys that they give. Oh, one of the toys that they give to a kid is the head from a character in Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. Like the little tiny head that yep, sits on the yep. person. One of the yep. toys is that head. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, yeah, I saw it in the article I was reading, but uh, some of the toys are really freaky too. Like this is definitely, I don't know. We were one year old when this movie came out. Like, would you take mm-hmm. your kid to see this movie? Hmm. I'm trying to think, would I have gone to it as a kid if it was the right age? And I would say yes, because I watched Silence of the Lambs. So this is, <laughs> this is cake work for little Sam. But hey, as a responsible parent, would you take your <laughs> two, <laughs> to two-year-old to see this movie? 
uh, I don't know. I feel like if I, a lot of kids would be scared of I it. Think would. I think they'd be really scared of it. But yeah. Um, uh, so let's talk about my favorite character in this movie, Oogie. A boogie. Hmm. What do you think about Oogie Boogie and his just his wildness? I like him. I don't. I didn't really like his song. I just. I just never really have gotten into his song. It's like the second catchiest song in the thing, though. Well, yeah, because but nothing else is nothing. catchy at all. <laughs> um, it just it feels too disjointed for me. Like instead of a song, like you were saying, it just feels like it um is people singing what they're supposed to be saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is just, like, having a conversation with Santa Claus, but... He kind of uh, is. I think uh, he's a fine character. I don't really have an issue with him. I appreciate him. I think he brings a a lot of fun to this movie that it's kind of missing. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of, like, zaniness that no one else is really bringing. Yeah. So he definitely stands out, I think, to me. But I'm not even entirely sure, like, what his motivation in this movie is. I Well, yeah. Like, what is the point? Of, like, what does he do? I don't know. And he's barely even in this movie. He's only in this movie for, like, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show up for the first, like, 35 minutes of the movie. <laughs> and, and then, then like, he has a song, and then he, like, tries to dump Santa into fire, and that's it. Yeah. So, why, in the video game, why is he getting revenge? Um, In Kingdom Hearts? Or, no, no oh, in Ogie's, Ogie's Revenge. Ogie's Revenge. Oh, shit, I have no idea. <laughs> Well, because Jack Skellington kills him at the end of this. Oh, fair enough. He's just getting revenge for Jack. Because he splits open the bag and all the bugs fall off the fire. Oh, yeah. So Oogie Boogie is, in canon, he's just a bag of bugs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm unclear on what he is and what his motivation is in this movie. Because he's Mm -hmm. just kind of there. And even Jack's a dick to him, even the whole movie. Before he even shows up, when he's talking to Lock, Sock, and Barrel, he's like, don't tell Oogie Boogie about my plan. Oh, yeah, what is he? He says, like, good for nothing or something. Yeah, I don't know. Not even come around, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, we haven't even been introduced to this character yet. And you're just like, don't invite him to the party. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's a a dick. (laughs) I'm like, I don't really even know that he's a bad guy, other than he tries to dump Santa Claus into, like, a molten lava, but... Yeah, yes. I don't really know why he does that. He just kind of does. Yep. Yeah, so I will say, plot and characters in this movie are, are, are not really the strength of it. Um, Agreed. But I think, but, uh, I think the, the appearance of it and the, this, the gothic emo kind of characteristics of it really make up for it and i felt it was it was pretty enjoyable to watch yeah i agree um was there anything else you wanted to touch on i don't think so yeah i don't think either this was this movie one was like so short and so little happens that sam and i were talking before this episode started we're like like i have a i don't have that much to say about it like no it's not very deep and there's not a lot to go over it, it i mean it is what it is it was quick. I'm okay with that. Uh, shit, dude. After Spider Month September, we need that. So no kidding. That wiped me out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough one. So, um, oh, and also I think we forgot to give a grade to Spider Man the Animated Series last week, which you yes, pointed out. Yes, we to me. did. Um, so that was all that in a bag of chips for me. If I didn't say that before, Sam, do you agree? Oh hell yeah, that shows the bomb. 
yeah, that show was awesome. I thought for sure we gave it a grade. Maybe we lost the recording somewhere because yeah, we recorded a thing out of order. But I'm certain that we talked about it. Yep. So, all right. Um, so what do you give? Uh, do you give Nightmare Before Christmas all that and a bag of chips? Yeah, yeah, I do. It was good, and um, like I was saying, visually it holds up. And I think if it, I mean, as as popular as it is now, I don't. I think it would be ignorant of me to say that it wouldn't it wouldn't be popular if it came out um it has incredible reviews still wild how good the reviews are yeah so yeah it's it's definitely all that in bag of chips this one was a little tough for me just because just so little about this movie really stood out outside of its appearance Mm -hmm. and the the stop motion stuff um but it held up pretty well it was enjoyable to watch so i'll give it like a a small bag of chips you know like a little side bag of chips oh i'm fine with that it's definitely, it's, it has a cult following as, as people describe it. So some people really, really love this movie and love everything about it. And other people have probably never seen it or don't care about it. And I'm somewhere uh-huh. in the middle where I'm like, I, like, it's cool. It's definitely pretty groundbreaking for the time. And it's interesting how much of an impact on fashion and pop culture it's made going forward. Yeah. But I, don't, I could go a while without watching this movie again. Like it didn't, it didn't do that much for me, but I enjoyed it. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, so, all right. Um, let's, uh, we're going to head over to do some trivia after this. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. We're going to do some trivia and then we'll do our closing and then we will get out of here. All right, Ethan. This is your moment to shine, the moment I know you're always waiting for every single episode because this is what you do better than anything else. It is time for trivia. I am so ready. (laughs) I'm so This week, I have five questions, but there's a total of 11 points. Okay. Oh, geez. So you've got some... uh, the last, the last question ha- is um, multiple guess, okay. but I don't think it'd be too bad. I have a feeling it will be bad, <laughs> but let's do it anyway. So since we kind of phased out our Super Bowl questions, I figured I'd bring back some sports questions for the year. Okay. Okay. Um, Ethan, who won the Stanley Cup in 1993? <sighs> Was it A, the Toronto Maple Leafs? Was it B, the Montreal Canadiens? Was it C, the Detroit Red Wings? Or was it D, the Chicago Blackhawks? Um, sorry, can you say those options again? Yep. A, Toronto Maple Leafs. B, Montreal Canadiens. C, Detroit Red Wings. Or D, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, okay. I don't think it's the Blackhawks because they won recently and I think it was a long time since they had won. Okay. But also 1993 was a long time ago, so it could have been like 27 yeah, years makes sense. Um, I'm going to say, who was the first one? The uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, wait. Who was the second one? Montreal Canadiens. Is that even a real team? Yeah. I have never watched hockey. I can't do it. <laughs> I know. I haven't really either. I will say the maple leaves. 
Eh, wrong. Damn it. Sorry. It was the Montreal Canadiens. Ah, see, that doesn't even sound like a real team. <laughs> Why is no one called, like, the, the Boston Americans? I guess they have the Patriots, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. I don't care. I don't know anything about hockey. Don't ask me any hockey questions. I could name you two people playing professional hockey right now. I could name you one. Um, Sidney Crosby. Does he still play? I feel like he's I don't like know. a thousand years old. <laughs> the last hockey thing I watched was Miracle, the movie from like oh 20 God. years ago. <laughs> All right. You ready for number two? Mm-hmm. Never been more ready, Sam. What are the names of the three children that kidnapped Santa? Lock, shock, and barrel. There we go. Boom. I'm proud of you, Ethan. Kingdom Hearts knowledge, baby. <laughs> I figured you would get that, but I didn't know. Yep. All right, you are one for two. That was one point? That should be three points. What? No. <laughs> What is three? I just memorized three things. I'm th- I'm saying I'm three for four. You can say whatever you Get want. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what is Jack Skellington's dog's name? Zero. All right, there you go. Two Boom. for three. Four for five. Let's go. Um, I'm still pissed that I missed that one Spider-Man question like a month ago. <laughs> I'm so mad about that. Uh yeah, you might. This might be another instance where you end up just getting one wrong. No, right. I, I, you could have given me a thousand guesses, and I would have guessed that that was even a real hockey team. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so number four. This was Tim Burton's first Disney movie. What were his mm-hmm. two others? A. Um, you'll pick two of these. Are these a, wait before or after? Um, after. Okay. Oh, was duh. It? you said it's his first. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was it, or were they A, Dumbo, B, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, C, Alice in Wonderland, D, Darkwing Duck? And it's two of those? Yes. It's uh, Dumbo and Alice in Wonderland. Correct. I think I could have, I could have gotten Alice in Wonderland. I forgot about Dumbo, though. I know. I kind of thought the same thing. So I tried to pick something that I thought could possibly, uh... (laughs) Go in that um, Tim Burton. Uh, Tim file. Burton, Darkwing Duck would be freaking lit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, this uh, recent Dumbo though did really terribly at the box office. And yeah, that was not I think good. that's kind of how all these live action Disney's are going. It's really hit and miss for sure. But like, who asked for a live action Dumbo? Is the thing. Well, one who one of the main that? characters aren't humans. Seems like it shouldn't have like Lion King. You can, like um, I, I was watching a video the other day. They were talking about how th- the faces can't show those same emotions that an animation can. So right. You're losing all this emotion from animals, and then you're just left with a cat. Yeah. Like, and I, I've I have this theory about the most recent Lion King movie. They're making a sequel to that, by the way. Did you see that? Really? Yeah. Uh, you know why? Because $1.5 billion, Sam. That's why. <laughs> um, but that was my thought. When I watched that movie, that, I had that same complaint. I was like, this movie, like, you just can't, 
like show the same emotions and even like talking on realistic looking and it's not live action by the way there's no live anything in this it's just hyper realistic animation is what it's called uh-huh. um and yeah you can't show that like animation and that facial expressions so what like i feel like they should have done with this movie was like called it lion king like realistic animate like some like off title so not like the like not, not like a remake of the lion king they should have called it like lion king that now looks awesome i don't know some other name <laughs> but they didn't because they wanted to put it in theaters and make 1.5 billion dollars so yeah, that's why they did it <laughs> yeah the answer to every question from disney is billions of dollars that's the uh-huh. answer <laughs> uh-huh why are we doing all these live action remakes billions of dollars <laughs> billions of dollars billions of dollars billions of dollars billions of dollars <laughs> all right here we go last one ethan in the title scene seven holiday doors are shown can you name all of the doors watch title scenes or credits <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's seven yep. doors yep is this for seven I points expect- yes Okay, I, I expect you to get at least two points. <laughs> there's Halloween Town. There's yes. Christmas Town. Yep. There's Thanksgiving Town. Yep. There's Easter Town. Yep. Because they literally kidnapped the Easter Bunny at one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so there's three more. Three yep. more. Three more. These ones I do not know. So, um, I'm gonna say there's probably a St. Patrick's Day Town. Yep. Nice. Okay. That was a good guess. Um, I don't even know like two other holidays. Oh, is there a, there's not a 4th of July town. That would just be, <laughs> that would be um, garbage. I'm going to, I'm going to give you the point. It's, it, it has a, like a firework with some, it, it, I think it is Independence Day. Really? But it's never been verified. Yeah. That is wild. There's a, <laughs> Oh, that sounds I know. like a, a nightmare to go to that town. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Oh, man. So there's one more? Yep. Okay. Thanks. Mm, a single to Mayo town would be freaking awesome, but I doubt that that's in there. That would be wild. Yeah. I don't know any other holidays. Um, I don't know. Veterans Day? <laughs> no town. You get, I'll give you one more guess. Uh, okay. Uh, it is a holiday though, right? Uh huh. Is like new? Is it New Year's? Nope. Somehow. Hmm. Did you say Valentine's Day? Oh no, I did not. But that's a good that's one. A, that's what you missed. Dang it! That's a good but one. Yeah, I forget finished. about Valentine's Day because I like I haven't celebrated a Valentine's Day in a while. So. <laughs> forgot it even exists dang it i got six out of seven so what is that like 13 out of 14 or something or 12 out of 14 um yeah yeah you got you missed two yeah that's pretty good i'll take that yeah that's not bad at all all right moving on valentine's day ruining my day as usual Um, all right, so that is our trivia section for the day. So we will move on to our closing and then we will get out of here. All right, that was our coverage of 
the nightmare before Christmas. Um, so uh, we're we'll do our little closing here. So next week, uh, what are we doing, Sam? Next week. Uh, which one did we say next week? Do you want to do Halloween Town or do we want to do scary stories to tell in the dark? Um, I think I'd like to do Halloween Town next week. All right. So next week will be Halloween Town, and then we'll do uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, and then we'll end the month with a uh, little Halloween Havoc coverage from 1998. So you got that to look forward to. Um, I can't remember if I said this earlier, but I was thinking about a name to call our podcast for this month. So like we had Spider Month. I think calling it like all that and a bag of candy, like is Halloween theme. Uh-huh. I think I like it. That'll be our, <laughs> our October theme is all that and a bag of candy. Um, but so yeah, so you got that to look forward to. Um, so you guys can find us on Facebook at all that and a bag of chips. Uh, Instagram's also all that and a bag of chips, all that podcast on Twitter. Or contact us at all that in a bag of chips pod at yahoo.com. And click in the, our description to see our Patreon page and our uh, merchandise link if you're interested in supporting the show. Uh, Sam, got anything else before we get out of here? No, sir. All right. Take us away. We will smell you later. Power Rangers, Pikachu, Rugrats, Abumafoo, Lion King, Stone Cold, Billy Blanks, Tybo, Toy Story, Joe Rogan, Ninja Turtles, Hulk Hogan, Kobe Bryant, all that tickle me Elmo. Mario Land Before Time, X-Men, Mr. Mime, Batman Baby Bottle Pop, Shrek and Spider-Man. Michael Jordan, Space Jam, The Rock, Silence of the Lambs, Dragon Ball, Dexter's Lab, Beanie Babies, Vince McMahon! Beetleborg, Frosted Tips, Whitney Houston, Hit Clips, Dallas Cowboys, Dunkaroos, Gangsta's Paradise. Game Boy Color, Donkey Kong, every single Tupac song, CSI, TRL, man those days were nice. Britney Spears, Yu-Gi-Oh, Andy Milanaka Show, reading Rainbow Barney and collecting every pog. All toys, Backstreet Boys, Pepsi Blue, Furby Toys, Powder Gum, Goosebumps, Courage the Cowardly Dog.